Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, where each week we take a look at a new movie in a popular film series to see how it's evolved over time. I'm Tyler. And I feel dead inside. I mean, I'm Alex. <laughs> and this week we're continuing the Daniel Craig Bond series with Quantum of Solace. Woo! I know we're both excited to talk about it. Yeah! <laughs> so, anyway. So, Tyler... Favorite thing, least favorite thing, you know, the, you know the drill. <laughs> oh, you go ahead and throw out the, the, a disclaimer because this is a fairly divisive movie. Actually, I, mean, I haven't even given the scores. Jeez, already, already off Fall track. behind. Yeah, screwing up the system. Uh, let me go ahead and say, it, especially for the more controversial movies, you know, people are going to have their differences of opinion. Mm -hmm. If you really love this movie and you don't like what we say, okay. <laughs> your opinion it's our opinion it's yep. all good and then the same if you also hate this movie even though we 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 may or may not hate this movie i don't know whatever just be nice yep that's that's all i ask yep so uh, directed by mark forrester came out in 2008 according to rotten tomatoes the critic score is a 65 percent which is very meh yeah and then the audience score is a 58 percent which is technically rotten yeah. So, so Tyler, getting back to business. Favorite thing, least favorite thing. Go. <laughs> um, my favorite thing is probably the final scene of this movie because it finally gets back to characters and storylines that I care about. Where Whereas, he where he goes and confronts Vesper's boyfriend. Yes. yes. Um. And that's that's actually I was like oh 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 we're doing something now. I have a pulse. oh it's the end of the movie. <laughs> Um, least favorite thing is probably just the action. It's, it's, it's very badly done. It's just hard to, to enjoy in the slightest, yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. Just because you can't really tell what's going on at all. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing is Daniel Craig, because like every single movie he's in for Bond, he turns in a, a great performance mm -hmm. and I really enjoy him. He's still my favorite James Bond. Uh, if you hadn't listened to the last episode, we really enjoyed Casino Royale a lot. Yeah. It's my personal favorite James Bond movie. Um, and then my least favorite thing, just more broadly, I mean, this also goes into the action scenes, especially the action scenes, but the editing of the movie is atrocious. Mm -hmm. First off, with the action scenes, it does the, the, the very, I don't know, post, like, Bourne movies, shaky cam, quick cuts, can't actually tell what's going on. <laughs> and I, it just completely takes me out of it because I'm like, I can't tell what's happening. So how... How do I have any emotional connection to what's going on? And then also with with just some of the exposition exposition scenes uh, where, where it's just trying to feed you information, but it's like, wait, what? And then yeah. it'll get to parts where you're learning so much within like a 30 second to a minute time span. You're like, wait, wait, stop. Uh -huh. I, I, need, I need a whiteboard. I need to draw, <laughs> you know, write all this and connect the dots. I, yeah. that, that Which was. is part editing and part just that the story should not be this complicated. Yeah. It's 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 a little convoluted. Mm -hmm. I I brought up or I, I I we brought up this after after the movie, like after we finished watching it. This feels a lot like Casino Royale amplified, where all of its pro all of its 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 the things in its favor get get put on the back burner and and, and pushed away, while all of its problems get get brought up to a, a much higher degree. Well, like Casino Royale, I mean, it's it, there's the, the, it's shot fine. Like that's enjoyable. They screw up the the shooting. They screw up the characters that we enjoyed in Casino Royale. They screw up. Uh, that, that my my okay. Not, not screw up the characters yeah. per se, but they don't do anything that I really care about with the characters. I guess is a better way to put it. That's fair. Um, and and then the my big one of my biggest problems with Casino Royale, where there's lots of for the first half of the movie, there's lots of oh we got to go here to go here to go here to go here, and it's it's when I I feel like I I overstate that in Casino Royale, but I don't overstate it in this, because this one really is we're just going to go places and do things and it's going to be fun, and they just kind of jump from scene to scene because Tenuous Link leads them there. Yeah. And it just follows them around until eventually we hit the climax. So, yeah. Uh, I feel no real investment in the plot because of that. Because it just kind of keeps tumbling along. I don't know. I, I would kind of agree with you, but at the same time, there was a lot of stuff that I really grasped onto, a lot of ideas, and just like like a lot of little things about the world of espionage. I know it's James Bond, so it's not really that realistic. Yeah. 
But, but just like when, when Felix is talking to his boss and he's like, you know who this guy is and you're gonna still going to put us in bed with him. And, and the guy goes, yeah, we should just deal with nice people. Yeah. <laughs> like things like that that they just insert. I'm like, wow. There's a, couple, there's a couple of good that, dialogue. That moments. feels like nice world building. Yeah. Like explain to us what, what this kind of world is that mm-hmm. James Bond inhabits. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that worked for me a lot. Yeah. Which... I don't want to say it just distracted me from the story because ultimately I like the story, but it's very, very just blandly mm-hmm. told. And yeah. of course, the overconvoluted nature of some of the plot points does not help in the slightest. Exactly. So, I don't know. Where do you where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the ridiculous like overload of action scenes in the first twenty minutes of this movie? Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> so the opening action scene is a car chase where you cannot tell what's going on at yeah. all, <laughs> and. It, I don't. I don't know. I, I remember reading a review where where they're like, "Yeah, in this opening scene, Bond gets shot at so many times, and the fact that he does not get hit once, it's like, okay, uh-huh. no investment <laughs> at all. He is not the, this real character that we showed in, yeah. in Casino Royale. He's just superhero exactly. man." Yeah, that that kind of bothered me. Just just noticing that more. Um, yeah, but then they go to the opening title scene. What What do you think of of the Jack White Alicia Keys song that everyone seems to hate? I, I don't... It didn't register with me much. The, the the bigger problem, I feel like, is the opening title credits is just kind of bland and... and They're sand and bullets, and man, that's about it. I, I don't really know what's happening in that. And yeah, the, the song... I, I, can't, I honestly can't tell you what the song is. Like, I don't remember a, a single thing of it. The thing that bothers me is just listening to the, the lyrics, and it's like, it has nothing to really do with the plot or anything... Yeah. Especially, I, I I keep going on about how much I like You Know My Name for, from Casino Royale, but that like completely just tells you what the movie's mm-hmm. about from Bond's perspective. And this one is just like, it's kind of words. The, the, we got some What's stuff the that works. of this one? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that probably sums it up. Um, I don't hate it. It's just very forgettable. Yeah. Like, exactly. No, like a lot of people like really hate this. Yeah. Like they would say it's one of the worst James Bond themes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you really hate it, I can't blame you that yeah. much. It's I don't know. It's just amazing that you have like the talents of Jack White and Alicia, Alicia Keys. Maybe it's just because they they don't. It's just a weird combo. Yeah, that's possible. I don't know. Uh, so then, so then we go on to to Mister White being interrogated. <laughs> Which leads to another weird action scene that turns into a CGI fest at the end. And it's just weird. Oh, yeah. There's just lots of weird. Because this one is... He's getting interrogated under, like... What what city is it supposed to be? Somewhere in Italy or something. I don't know. Okay. And and he's he's getting interrogated. Oh yeah, because they have the weird title cards with each location. Yes, and they're they're all fancy and strange. Like it's it's weird not weird font. Yeah, it's not like each one of them is fancy and strange. Yeah, and it's like oh, okay, and there there's a horse race going on. Yeah, while they're interrogating him or something. Or no no no, they're, they're, is it is it? You're at right. some point we You're start right. okay. At some point we start following this horse race that we don't know what's going on in the horse race, and then. And they never cut that with the with the chase scene, and it makes no yes. sense. Mr. White escapes because he has, like, a, 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 a plant in their operation. And, yeah, and M's and, bodyguard is a member of Quantum. And, and the, the editing is weird in that because it looks like he shoots M. But then, yeah, but then they have a very quick shot where she's, like, running away. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's not nearly enough to be, like... It's, it's just very weirdly cut. Yeah, and then... Uh, so Bond chases after Mr. White... Or not, Mister White, the the bodyguard. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. Does, does the, the what? What does the bodyguard? The what? bodyguard just makes a run for it. Why doesn't he chase after Mister? Oh, yeah, Mister White's just there. Yeah, and then or he just gets. Well, I there. guess it might be because he wasn't able to kill Bond. Yeah, but like, why? Why wouldn't? And I don't know. Very weird things going on. <laughs> and he chases the bodyguard, and then they they end up running across some rooftops. And then they end up very Jason Bourne esque. Yes, and they end up falling into a big glass roof thing with, with yeah with a bunch of like all this scaffolding sitting around and rope everywhere yeah, that they get tangled they on. They start swinging. No, so so you said that that the director said in the commentary that each fight scene is supposed to represent 
What is it? Oh yeah, this is Mark Forrester trying to be really artsy, and yeah. apparently each action scene is supposed to represent one of the four elements. Earth, earth, water, wind, and fire? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what? I... I don't know. I guess that that just kind of feeds into the the weird fonts with and yeah. the, the weird. Ed- Does he think he's making like an art house movie? If so, James Bond is not the the, <laughs> the, the franchise to go, to. to go with. Yeah, I. I but I then really again, Ang Lee turned Hulk into an art house picture, so who knows? Yes. Although, that but at least that was like comic book related art house. Yeah, right? like true. like they had panels and stuff. This is just kind of oh, we're doing things to be fancy, I guess. Just very, very weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so then that happens. What happens next? I don't remember. What happens in this movie? Because oh, he's, he's able to kill the guy because he gets to his gun right before the other guy gets to yeah. his gun or whatever. And he shows up. Mr. White's just gone. Yeah. So he just... No, that's what I was saying is that's, that's weirdly done. Where it's, yeah. Yeah. It's like there weren't any other people there to like they, they stop ju- him. It was just Bond and him. And, and I guess one of his other bodyguards gets shot or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's very strange. And then they go to London and they they go to the bodyguard's apartment. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember because there's, there's just so many little elements. And they, they, they have, they mention uh, Vesper's boyfriend. And M says, we have a lock of his hair because apparently Vesper kept a yeah. lock of his hair, which was kind of weird, but whatever. And, and they're like, oh, they have a dead body and... Yeah. and this organization wants to make us think it's him, but it's not. Yeah, we tested the DNA, and this dead body isn't actually Vesper's boyfriend, so we don't Yeah. Um, that, that really bothered me. I know we'll get into it more, but the fact that, that the whole Vesper boyfriend mm-hmm. subplot does not weave into the plot not at anymore. All. It frames the movie, kind of. It kind of bookends it. Um, and then or, the- or ends it. It's <laughs> just <laughs> not really a book. But, but, but then they, they go... I, I like her line a lot where she's like, um, you know, oh, you don't expect it to be hyperbole. Someone says they've got someone right in the room. Yeah. Like, I really like that line yeah. a lot. <clears throat> Again, a couple of good dialogue bits, you know, bits here yeah. and there. But, yeah, then they go to... They, they go to MI6, which is, like, completely redesigned. That's one thing I'll get into, especially with Skyfall and Spectre. <laughs> it feels like every movie, the inside of MI6 looks yeah. completely different. This one looks like... I don't know, something out of a sci-fi movie where everything's well, like, like I was going to say, remind me again, when did this come out? 2008. Okay. Oh, I remember when we were watching this, you were telling me it was like a very post-Iron Man yeah, response. Th- that's kind of what it felt like. because I mean, because you said that they, they came out in different times of the year, right? Yes. That, that this one came out later, which feels kind of like maybe in post-production they were like, oh, that movie's making some money. Let's let's do some stuff there. Yeah, but, but the inside of MI6 is like very chrome. Yeah, and there's there's lots of touchscreens. And there's like a touchscreen table. Uh-huh. And it's it's just weird. It, it's a weird. If they kept that consistent with all the movies, it wouldn't be a problem. But it's different every yeah. single movie. Just kind of strange. Yeah. And then they, they come up with some convoluted <clears throat> way for Bond to go find this guy in Bolivia. <clears throat> or it's not Bolivia. Bolivia is where the main plot happens, but he, I don't think he actually goes to Bolivia. Oh, really? I don't remember. <laughs> he goes to this place and he finds a briefcase, right? Because he kills the assassin. Yes, there's an assassin waiting there that he kills. And for some reason... And then he takes the briefcase and then Camille just finds him. Yes, this, there's the, the Bond girl, I guess... And Camille thinks shows up that they're working together. He opens the briefcase. It's a gun and her picture. Bond goes, I think someone wants to kill you. She tries to shoot him. He just gets out of the car. She drives away. <laughs> then this guy that's been following them on a motorcycle is like, you were supposed to shoot her. And then Bond yeah. goes, well, I missed. And then he like flips the bike over, kicks the guy in the head, yeah. and follows her. The point is... This is so needlessly complicated, and then it gets into her meeting up with Green and trying to explain all that, and explaining why she thought Bond was a different guy, and and she says she tells Mister Green that she's not actually a traitor, trying to to take him down. She actually loves him or whatever, and, and he's totally like, yeah, I don't believe you at all. But he doesn't. But they prolong that way yeah. too long, and then eventually he gives her to some general who like that who mur- murdered her family. Yeah, and like she. I don't know. And then she tries to kill him, but Bond saves her before he, yeah, she's able a, to Yeah, it's a that. really weird interaction. And then, then there's the boat no, chase scene, which no, is no. water. But just that five-minute stretch between he he murders the assassin. It was actually a very nice fight scene. I like that a lot. 
Mm -hmm. Mostly because the little bits, like, he stabs the guy in the neck and he's bleeding out, and Bond doesn't even look at him. Yeah. Like, he's just like, yeah, it's just part of the job. You dead yet? Okay, you're dead. Yeah. Like, that That was very nice. Yeah. But, but like, the five-minute stretch from Camille picks him up, well, just him picking up the suitcase is like, okay, the hotel people clearly saw another white guy <coughs> yeah. in South America, and they just think he's the same person as the assassin he killed? It, yes. Whatever. But that five-minute stretch from the suitcase bit to finding Dominic Green and figuring all that stuff out with And then there's the something with a phone... He calls. Oh, he gives he gives them his his card, which is a fake card for a mm-hmm. fake company, Universal Exports. That's a Bond reference, and they call it, and he he's able to track them once they call him. Something like that. Whatever, it's weird. It's just an excuse for him to be able to track them. Yeah, and it's all it's all just very convoluted and, and needlessly so. You could have simplified that so much. Yeah, and then so he saves Camille. Yeah. Who is the new Bond girl-ish? I, she just kind of... Dis- I, I kind of like that she's not a love interest. Yeah, but it's... it. There's. I'll get to why, why I find that weird in a second. Yeah. But the... Um, the boat chase scene. She is, is not very good. Oh, you don't like her mouth at all? Oh, no, I, oh, I thought you were talking about the boat chase scene itself. Oh, I thought we were, we were getting confused about what we were talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying you were judging the action sequence itself. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. <laughs> just No, it's just... It's, oh, there's there's some really weird... It, what What is it? He, like, throws a, a grappling hook chain thing back? Yeah. And it, like, hooks onto a boat, and the boat just, like, shoots up in the air or so, something. Something that doesn't seem very physics accurate just happens. And then somewhere along the way, a boat... I don't know. It's it's very weird, and, and you, it's hard to follow, and then ultimately Bond gets away with Camille. And she's knocked unconscious, and he just leaves her wherever he stops. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> okay. And then he uses the tracking thing to follow Green. He figures out who he is, which might have been important earlier, but whatever. Um, um, and he just follows him to Austria, where they are going to that opera. Yeah. Which is another weird scene. Yeah. It's just a series of weird scenes. Yeah, because in the opera, how the, I guess this isn't an element-based fight. But in, in the the opera house, they they there's like they're they're cutting to the play, and it, it the, there's something about the way it's so so like the Bond gets on. It's kind of nice because Bond gets on the radio. It, it turns out that it's a meeting for. I keep backtracking here. It turns out that it's a meeting for all these operatives of. With how scatterbrained this movie is, it's all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's the it's a it's a secret meeting for all these operatives of quantum. Which is the the secret organization? Which, thing. considering this is supposed to be like the most uber realistic Bond movie ever, it's way too over the top yeah. that they meet at this public gathering and they're they're, they're just talking like, over radio as it like I'm like ooh, ooh. Uh, my 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 favorite part of this is is that their earpieces have cues on them. <laughs> they even have their special quantum logo. Yeah. It's, it's like well, that makes sense for a movie like Spectre, where it's everything's a little bit over the top. Yeah. But this, where you're taking it so seriously, things like that stick out like a sword. Yeah, it's song. just very confusing, and and I don't really know what we're supposed to. Do. I don't know why you. I mean, I guess it's a cool thing to do in a movie, but like, I just don't understand why that's practical in the slightest. It's not. You're talking beside all these other people. All it would take is for another spy to come and sit down beside you. Well, I'm just imagining, like, Mr. White or someone's just sitting there, like, muttering, yeah. and the other person's like, excuse me, I'm trying to listen yeah. to the opera. It's Can like, you stop? <laughs> You're being kind of rude. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so then, so then Bond, sneak, somehow he hacks into their radio or something like that? No, no well, he, I mean, he steals one of the earpieces okay. from a guy. Just a guy. Well, one of the guys... One of the guys who picks up the special bag with the earpiece in it, he yeah. takes it from him. And so, so he, he's listening, and then he's like, oh, that, uh, he listens to their their plans. I forget what they say, revealing these plans, and they reveal something. And he's They're like, talking about how they have big plans for Bolivia. And he's like, oh, good to know. And then they're like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. What, what does he say? He's like, uh, can I voice my opinion? I think you people should find a better place to meet. Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, <laughs> man's got a point. He's not wrong. <laughs> And so then uh, th- there's this fight scene where he's running away and then 
there's there's all these but, they keep cutting back to the opera but the music like completely fades away and it's just like some of the opera music that yeah. kind of fades in but and the but it's just weird in the way it's shot because it feels like the way the way it's shot feels more like the way you or the way it feels feels more like the way you would do something in a movie where like some big like event is the only one i can think of these would be a huge spoiler for game of thrones so i'm not going to say that <laughs> but some some event it, it feels like some event where something happens something tragic is happening yeah not like the way it's set up not just like a fight scene backdrop yeah. no it feels like someone's about to get shot on stage basically and it's yeah. like i don't i don't know what it's going for the problem is intercutting the, the main action with some other little set piece yeah does not mean anything unless that set piece somehow mirrors yeah. the action or sim exactly. the, symbolizes yeah. it or has something to do with it. Instead, it's just... Like this and the horse race. Both of them have nothing to do with their <laughs> accompanying action. No. It, it is so... Yeah. But it's, I can't even say it's artistic. Yeah. It's just there. <laughs> You're not wrong. But then at the end of the chase scene... God, what is with all the chasing teams? <laughs> um, it's artistic. He's able to catch one of the guys working for Quantum, mm -hmm. and it turns out he he is a bodyguard for the Prime Minister or an advisor to the Prime Minister or something. This is not really important yeah. to the plot at all, but Bond like throws him off the roof because he refuses to give him information. He lands on Green's car, and Green has one of his guys just shoot him. Yeah. And then M thinks that Bond shot that guy. And, and she tells him, why did you shoot that guy? And Bond just has no response at all. And Bond doesn't Bond doesn't act like he didn't do it. He's just like, no, nah, man, I'm going rogue. Because <laughs> he's going rogue! Oh, uh, boy. Not another one. I think, we went on a rant about this last time, yes. right? We don't have to recover this. Yeah. Just, just do a spy movie! <laughs> Uh, have him go on a mission. He does not need to go rogue. The organization does not need to fall apart. Just, yeah. <laughs> just have him go on a mission. Yeah, I, but then he's apparently he's really desperate because he realizes, oh my, I don't have any money anymore because M cut me off. But I still have the. Oh yeah, uh, back in the the quantum meeting, he's able to get pictures of all of them. Yeah. Using the the face back app from the other guys that Will Ferrell <laughs> creates, where where it's able to construct people's faces, even though he's taking like a picture of the back of their head. Yeah. Yeah. If you have if you haven't seen the other guys, try and look that up. There's a whole gag where Will Ferrell <laughs> makes makes an app called Faceback. It's in it's in the other guys as a comedy because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense in the real world, and it doesn't make any sense in this movie either. <laughs> But, but I mean, it's not direct. It's just, it, there's no way you could reconstruct a face from the shots he's getting. The, yeah. the blurry, far it, well, away. It's, it's the profile. idea like he's getting footage from them, like turning around and walking away. And I mean, he, he, he is, but it, but the way they do it, it's like he he looks. He's built, filming them for like two seconds as they turn from completely on the side of their face to slightly let slightly farther away. Yeah, the side of their face, and it, it, it yeah. whatever. It's weird. It's yeah. stupid. Moving on. Uh, Bond goes to find Mathis, huh. who apparently was not a traitor in Casino Royale. And that's just like a quick throwaway line. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, oh, good oh. thing you're not a traitor. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. But, but I don't know who we'd use for how, this part of the how movie. How is he able to get to Mathis with like a brand new set of clothes and everything mm -hmm. with no money? I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. But then he, he's like, oh, Mathis, give me information. And Mathis is like, oh, I worked in South America for like a decade. And like, that's convenient. And, and then James Bond is like, hey, you should join me. Because we were pretty awesome in Casino Royale. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Until I had you dragged away for being a traitor. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that, that was cool. And then Mathis has like a girlfriend or a wife or something who, who like keeps asking him to like rubber rubber lotion in or something like that and, and then that's apparently like he wants to leave that or like he finds her annoying or something it's yeah. very bizarre i don't, I don't know um, I, i'm not really sure what to take away from that i don't know whatever they go to um <laughs> well they're on the airplane i will i love the airplane scene what's the airplane scene <laughs> where mathis is asleep on the airplane and he wakes up and he walks over to bond who's sitting there at the bar 
And then he's like, what are you drinking? And then they have the bartender recite the uh, the Vesper drink from Casino Royale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, then, nice. and the bartender's like, he's had six of them. <laughs> and then Mathis is like, do you, do you need help sleeping? I've got pills for everything. Yeah. I thought it was a very nice scene. I, I liked I it a lot. And, and I, the nice touch of Bonds looking at the picture of Vesper right before Mathis walks up. And as soon as he walks up, he, he tries to hide it. Yeah. The little touches like that let me know that they aren't completely forgetting about Bond in this movie. Yeah. I know they're trying their darndest to <laughs> with this overconvoluted plot, but I appreciate At the very least, like they're that. remembering every now and then. Yeah. So that's good. Oh, I, I guess I did mention Felix a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, before we get to the, the Austria stuff, uh, we show Felix is also conveniently connected to the same mission. <laughs> yes. It's weird that he suddenly works for the South American... CIA guy. Whatever. And it turns out the CIA is in cahoots for Green because they think Green will facilitate a coup in Bolivia allowing General Medrano to take over Mm -hmm. and then the CIA gets the lease on any oil found. And then of course it turns out there's no oil there and Green is just tricking them. Yes, Green Green is tricking them. I I don't remember when this gets revealed. Is this this later? This is later when uh, Camille and James Bond go into the sinkhole. It's, it is it is a, an interesting idea. So I'll, we can go to put out there the the he there he's like trapping all the water yeah. underground to cause a, a drought and then be able to sell all the water at like marked up prices and have like a monopoly because he is a monopoly on the water in the yeah. country. Yeah, which is cool. I like that idea. Well, I, I, I don't just know like that because that feels like a very like current event type yeah. thing, yeah. but it makes sense. I don't I don't know how practical that would be in reality, but hey, and I'm not really I like sure the idea. how. If people want that in a James Bond movie, yeah, it's kind of kind of like how Lex Luthor always wants real estate in Superman <laughs> movies. Like, no, but at least like Casino Royale, it's like, oh, Bond has to go play a card game. He does that a lot, and it's yeah. because the bad guy is financing terrorists. That's like a very yeah. <laughs> th- this is like so specific. Exactly. We want to, you know, have a drought in Bolivia so we can take <laughs> over and control the economy of Bolivia. Yes. I don't know. You either find it interesting or you're just like, this is not James Bond. Move on. Yeah. I'm kind of... Little column A, little column B. I'm kind of... Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle as well. I'm... Yeah. Maybe it's just because I wish Spectre came back around to this a little bit more. Mm. I don't know. The, the connective tissue between all these movies is, is kind of... Yeah. Scatterbrained. Exactly. Um. Uh, so, uh, then they go... Oh! Then they run into uh, Fields... Strawberry Fields, the redhead that Bond just unceremoniously sleeps with. Oh yeah, Gemma, yeah, that just Gemma Arterton. She's actually a good actress. I've seen yeah. her in something. She's fine in this. It's just so she gets like five minutes of screen time though. Yeah, and then she just sleeps with Bond despite her orders being, "Hey, you need to put him on the next flight back to London." He's but just she, like she does nothing to stop him. He just keeps he's going. Like, no, you're not doing that. And she's like. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then she goes with him to watch him, and then they just kind of have, like, a long stare at each other for, like, ten seconds, and they're like, well, I guess we'll have sex. Well, he's like, I need some help finding the, uh, stationery. Could you help me find it? And it's like, oh, God. Really? <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's what it is. That's all it took? Yeah. And then, they, then they're just naked in bed together. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm coming back around. Why Strawberry Fields? What a weird reference. What's the horse name? Pussy Galore Strawberry Fields? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about but that. But, like, that would make more sense in, like, a super over-the-top Bond movie. But once again, this is taking itself yeah. so seriously. Strawberry Fields? Uh, whatever. <laughs> they go to a party. Oh, yeah, Green's like, hey, people... The environment's being degraded. You need to give me money. Yeah. Yay. Where are they now? Is this back in Bolivia? Yes, it's still in Bolivia. And or then, they, they, they can't... Okay. They're and then Bolivia. Mathis has, like, connections with the police, and the police guy's like, hey, Bond, I'll help you out. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then Green almost attempts to kill Camille by knocking her over the ledge or something. Yeah. And James Bond just shows up, and he's like, hey, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and Green's like, hey, you're both perfect for each other. You're damaged goods. And then, and then yeah, and then Strawberry Fields shows up and, like, and tri- throws... She, she trips yeah. Elvis, 
Green's bodyguard for no reason. Oh yeah, the the weird. And then it's like, oh, he's wearing a toupee because his hair falls off, and and then it just cuts. (laughs) She's like, oh, I'm so sorry, and then it cuts to Green, and he looks upset, and then it just cuts. And then they they find out they they start to get in the car to drive away, and the police show up and stop them, and Mathis is in the back of the trunk. Yeah. And then the police shoot Mathis, but Bond kills both of the police guys, and yes. then Mathis dies. I don't really know what <laughs> happened there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I liked Mathis' death scene, though. Yeah. That was nice. Where he's like, hey, you should probably forgive Vesper. Yeah. Because she was nice. <laughs> the movie's like, we're still beating, we still got a pulse. <laughs> and then... Why do him and Camille just go out into the desert from then on? I don't know. I want to say there's a reason for it, but honestly, I cannot remember it. Somehow they find out about where... uh... Well, they go out into the desert, and they buy a plane really cheap. They give the guy the car. Mm -hmm. And then Bond's like, well, he wanted you, but I gave him the the car or his collateral or something. Or maybe he gave him cash. Whatever, it doesn't matter. They're in a plane now because we need a wind scene for action. Yeah. Because four elements. <laughs> yeah. And then they get into and another it, chase scene. This this one gets weird at the end. Because, like, the, the, there's some maneuvers going on that don't really make a whole lot of sense and aren't possible. And then, they the, eventually the plane, their plane crashes down because a bunch of other, a bunch of, I should say, a bunch of, is it helicopters or planes or, or what? I think it's planes. Uh, show up. I guess they're, they're working for Quantum or whatever. And, they show up and they're they're trying to shoot him down and they eventually do shoot him down. Yeah, and they fall out of the plane and they fall down to like thirty feet above the ground <laughs> and then unle- then they finally get the parachutes open and slam into the ground. Like it even even looks like they're like, Pfft. and it's like oh, and they're completely fine. If this were real, they would just be blood stains on the ground. Yeah, it's weird. And this, <laughs> the CGI on them falling yeah. is bad. Yeah. It is very bad. Yeah. But but oh, did, did we already mention by the way that that they found strawberry fields covered in no, oil? No, that comes that comes later. Okay. But then they go and they find the water and then they're yeah, like they oh, find hey, the water underground. Hey, this is this is the plot of the movie. Yeah. Conveniently they landed in one they landed in a hole and at, at one point I think Camille conveniently explains what the sinkholes what, are. What the sinkholes are when they're flying over there. I want to say Bond says before they go, I want you to show me this land that Green wants so much. Or something to that effect. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Once again, if I'm wrong, whatever. And then they, they, <laughs> they find the water because like, they oh, happen plot to... plot of movie. Yeah, they happen to land in a cave that was connected to it. And Camille explains her whole backstory and why she wants the general and why she slept with Green to get yes. to the general. Kind of screwed up. <laughs> and I forget how they get out... Don't they just get out? Is it not even explained? Maybe they just get out. Well, and they make it back into their hotel. And then Camille's like, hey, I'm going to leave. Yeah. And then James Bond finds Strawberry Fields covered in oil. And Em's like, hey, you've completely botched this whole mission. You're coming in with us. Yeah. And then not five minutes later, he escapes. And Em's like... He's my agent. I'm going to let him do whatever because he's gone rogue and I just can't (laughs) stop him when he goes rogue. (laughs) It's great. And then he goes and sees Felix because Felix wants to talk to him because they were best buddies. Oh, and and we should mention that oil thing is, I assume, supposed to be a reference to Goldfinger. Oh, it's clearly a reference to Goldfinger. She's naked on the bed with her back up and she's covered in oil. And it's like, oh, you... What a weird callback. (laughs) And it has, like, no significance, because we've known this character, like, five minutes. Yeah. Ah, whatever. <laughs> You're starting to bring me down on this movie. Yeah. And, th- and then, yeah, he escapes, and the Camille just shows back up with a car. Yeah. Isn't, and, it, isn't it, like, a callback to when she did it the first yeah, time? Yeah, no, and she's like, get in, because that's what she said yeah. the first time. And he's like, do I have a choice this time? Yeah. Or something to that effect. And then he goes and meets up with Felix, and Felix is like, hey... Green's going to be out in this desert. Here's where the final action scene needs to take place. Trust me, it's all going to be worth it. <laughs> Looks at camera, winks. Fire. 
And so then they go. I do like the moment where, where Bond's like, well, how much time do I have? And he's like, about 30 seconds. Move. Yeah. And then right then Bond like busts out and the, the SWAT guys or whatever come in and try and take him. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like get out. I feel like the CIA stuff, like Felix and, and his uh, superior, that should have been more interwoven. Yeah. Because every time it cuts back to them and like their banter and Felix is like, I hate everything going yeah. on here. And, and the guy's like, it's kind of oh, whatever. I like that stuff. They're actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. That's fair. Instead, yeah, because there, there was a nice thing earlier. I don't know if this has happened so far, but there's a nice thing where, where they're on the plane with Green. This might be the, the first scene. That's before we get to the Austria. Yeah, they're stuff. on the plane with Green, and Green has his phone out with Bond's picture on it. Like, he took a picture of Bond, and he's like, oh, do you guys know this? And then he, then he, he shows it to the head of the, the CIA, South American Division or whatever, and he's like, oh, no, I don't recognize him. And then he... He, and then he looks at Felix and he's like, you? And then he shows him Felix is like, no, nah, man, I don't know him either. And then he, he he looks back at Felix and he's like, or looks at the phone again and looks at Felix. And, and obviously knowing, having known all along that it was Bond, he's like, oh, how could I miss it? That's Bond. And to, to and then they have a, a See, dialogue. I'm about fine that. with that, that it's like a test. They're testing Felix's work. I mean, I like that is what I'm saying. But why would the South American guy, why, does he know every single MI6 operative? I mean, I, f- I figured it, it was specifically the fact that he worked with um, Bond, Felix worked with Bond, and he's he's seen looking I, back. I, I'm still not quite sure I buy that the, the his superior would know the, no I Bond. Know. I don't know. Unless Bond is this notorious small- for being over-the-top <laughs> yeah. violent and always going rogue. Probably. <laughs> uh, small nitpick, but whatever. Um, I mean, it ultimately serves the story more so than, like... Completely just being distracting. Yes. Uh, but yeah, then we get to dumb climax. Yeah, because they're in a, a thing full of fuel cells. <laughs> the hotel that runs on like fuel cells that are highly explosive. And they make a reference to that, and they're just like, oh, wow, that's dangerous. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just... That's great. That's just like the only explanation we get about that. Yeah. And then at some point, someone shoots a gun... And then everything starts exploding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that. Um. Well, Green Unit first is like, hey, I've got control of all of Bolivia's water. So if you want to be in charge, you're going to have to deal with that. And Madrona's like, I hate you, but I'll sign it. Yeah. And then he goes and attempts to rape well, the it, girl. Well, I, th- I thought it was that he asked. Room. I thought it was that he forced, he, he tricked him into signing it. No, he doesn't sign it yet. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, yeah. He doesn't s- sign the thing saying, hey, I'm in. I'm in charge. Oh, wait, no, no, no. There's multiple things that he signs, right? I want to say he signs it, and then, then Green's like, oh, yeah, now I own all the water. No, no, no. Or, or something I th- like that. I, he, I think he signs himself in as the leader of Bolivia, and then they hand him another thing, and he's like, what's this? Yeah, okay. And then Green says, yeah, this is just us controlling all of your water. You better sign it, or you're going to be dead, and then the next guy will just take your place. Yeah. Which was very nice. I like that moment yeah. too. But then Madrano just goes and attempts to rape the girl who who yeah. delivered his drink earlier. Who is on Game of Thrones, actually. Yeah. And then Camille comes in and... No, no, but before we get to that... <sighs> I like... Uh, before we get completely into Big Dumb Climax, I like the scene where they're just sitting outside the hotel and Camille's cleaning her gun and Bond's like, I know you, you've probably had some experience with this type of thing but a personal kill you need to you know keep a clear head and yeah. like his little speech to her about what she needs to do to yeah. handle the situation i like that a lot yeah and then bond shoots the police chief because he's there and he says you and i had a mutual friend i guess something related to mathis yeah sure. and then it's not because guns go off that the fuel cells start going. I think a car crashes into a wall. That's right. Yeah, Bond crashes the car into yeah. it. He like he like yeah, kills some guys and crashes the car into the wall and then it starts exploding. And then it just slowly starts blowing up the whole yes. whole hotel. For some reason the hotel doesn't like immediately ignite. It's just like Ladies and gentlemen, we have entered the fire portion of the elements conflict in Quantum of Solace. Yes. And they just start blowing up and they're like fighting while well, stuff's exploding. Uh, <laughs> somewhere along the way, Madr- does, she, does Camille shoot Madrono? Yes. Yeah, that happens. No, it, it's unclear who kills who uh-huh. because it cuts away. You just hear the gunshot 
Yeah. And Bond's fighting Green. Oh yeah, Green's like, oh man, yeah, she died, lol. I guess I guess you just lost another one, even though how does Green know that she's there? <laughs> I guess he could just assume because the last time he saw her and Bond again. Whatever. Stupid. <laughs> I do like the fight scene between him and Green, because I like the way Green fights. Just like this small dude grabs an axe, just starts going crazy and flailing about. <laughs> and it really freaks me out when the axe hits his foot. Oh yeah, that's, that happens. That's, aw. Nice. Oh. Then uh, everything explodes and Green's able to get out of the hotel somehow? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. No, he does, he does. And then James Bond goes and finds Camille and... It gets very dark here because they actually think they're going to die because they're trapped because of the fire. And Bond's, like, about to shoot them both. And he's like, close your eyes. And it's really dark. But then, like, a fire hydrant gets exposed or something and he shoots it and... Or maybe it's, it's not a fire hydrant. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's one of the. It's another fuel yeah. cell that he shoots that and it like some blows reason, up the wall. That for some reason it hasn't exploded yet. So he's like, I right. and then he shoots <laughs> it and it explodes, and then it just kind of shows them getting out. Like it's not really. Yeah, they just kind of they avoid all the fire out. in the middle of the, the building, and they're just like, whoa, they, they're free. And, and then he goes gra- grabs Green because he's trying to escape, but he's really got nowhere to go. Drives him far out into the desert. Yes. Yeah. And apparently he's asked him, like, everything he can about Quantum. Mm. This doesn't connect to the... Especially Spectre doesn't connect at all. Because apparently Green knows nothing. Uh-huh. But maybe it does connect. Maybe Green's just clueless. <laughs> they and, told him and he was just, like... He was watching the opera or something. I don't know. <laughs> he was just enjoying himself. And then he just leaves a can of motor oil for poetic justice for Green to kill himself. And yeah. just drives away. Yeah. That was nice. There's several nice flourishes in the movie. Just nice, specific things. Yeah. And, and eventually they find they find out Green is shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah someone the, finds him and shoots him. M says, okay, he, he his stomach was full of motor oil, and he had two bullets in the back of his skull. Yeah. So apparently Quantum found him and yeah. just murdered him. Whatever. I don't know. Overkill, right? Yeah. Couldn't it just be, oh, he just died of the motor oil? <laughs> I don't know why that's boring. But, but uh, him and Camille drive off, and he drops her off somewhere. Yeah. And then she's like, do you think they can sleep now? And she's talking about, you know, the people that they've lost. And he has the line, uh, I don't think the death that uh, uh, dead people care about vengeance. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah, that's good. And then... They make out for like two seconds, and then they're like, "No, we're not doing this." And then she was like, "That was weird. I'm gone. You're never gonna see me again." Literally. <sighs> I wish she came back in future movies. Uh-huh. I wish she came back. It would be nice. I really like her character. Yeah. I know she's she's semi underwritten just because she doesn't have a whole lot to do. Because and they she stick just kind in of... strawberry fields at some point. Yeah, and she just kind of shows up every once in a while. Yeah. But I like her character a lot. Yeah. And um. then. The awesome final scene where Bond finds uh, Vesper's boyfriend and doesn't kill him. Yeah. Which I, I, I thought was a very nice touch. Because he, he finds him with uh, another girl and then he, like, tells the girl all this messed up stuff that he's going to do to her. And Especially, like, the locket yeah. or, or the necklace that, that he gave Vesper. It's, like, the exact same one that he gave mm-hmm. to this girl. And he's like, it belonged to a friend of mine. Yeah. And then M is like, I'm surprised you didn't kill him. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. And then he just walks off and she's like, Bond, we need you back. And he's like, I never left. What about when you went rogue? <laughs> I never left. Although it is kind Going of... Going rogue is <laughs> part of my job description. It kind of is in this universe. <laughs> and then it ends kind of hauntingly on, on the shot of Vesper's necklace on the ground. Yeah. With the snowflakes falling on it. Yeah. There's a lot I like about this movie. There's also a lot to not like. There's, I, I there's understand. less that I like. I, I understand. I understand. I feel like... I know there's a lot of just stupid little things with the plot, but I think overall, especially because I've seen it so many times, that stuff doesn't bother me because I'm just like, most of this is making sense to me. Yeah. It's pretty much whether or not you like super realistic Bond or if you like it a little bit more over the top. Yeah. I feel like that's the really big divide for this movie. Because Casino Royale, I mean, it's definitely on the more realistic side, but it's not like... I mean, yeah, but I'd also just like if you're if you're realistic, I feel like you got to go more straightforward, and especially some of the fight scenes are too over the top. I feel like in this movie, I don't know. 
hydrogen fuel cell base in the middle of a desert. Yes. Because fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we want to. I mean, is there anything else we need to talk about? Oh, Overall, well, what do you think of Green as a villain? Meh. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. Like I said, the the biggest thing I like about him is his end fight. But other yeah. than that, he's just kind of generic bad guy. Whatever. Yeah. He might be slightly crazy and homicidal. Whatever. Oh, good. Because <laughs> every villain in every movie, it's it's part of their contract. They have to go crazy at some point. But at least he had a clear plan. Yeah. It's a cool plan. I, I can agree with that. I don't, do, I, do you feel like it was too small scale? Like you wish it, it was almost more grand? I'm, f- I'm fine with that if the idea is that, you know, eventually he's planning to leverage this and, and try and, you know, go farther See, and farther with it. We'll get to this in Spectre, but I wish this plot connected a whole lot more to Spectre. Like, yeah. they mentioned the Bolivia quantum plot and connected yeah. that. Because I could see how it could easily fit in, but... You Sounds know, like we, a good we'll... band name. The Bolivian <laughs> quantum plot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Spectre eventually. I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but... I, I mean... It wants you to bring it up when you think of these movies, I guess. That is true. Uh, but do, yeah. do we have any other big points, really? Overall, performances are fine. Daniel Craig's great. Dialogue is fine. It's just weirdly shot, and the plot doesn't make much sense. I would. I think it's, it makes more sense than you're letting on. I think there's just a bunch of weird it's, little... Conv- that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there are several sections that are just convoluted and horribly edited. I'm, I'm saying that, like, I'm sure you could you could sit down and follow it, but as far as the type of thing that anybody would be interested in following, there's not much of that. Like, it's just that's like, fair. why would you care? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my feelings on it. We want to get to grades. I think, I think we've covered just about everything. I think we might actually feel- cut this one short. Yeah, a little bit. I feel like we keep we keep doing just like plot summaries for some of these, but that, sometimes I feel like that's that's where all the problems come in. So it's kind of hard not to. Yeah, I mean this one, the, all the problems are pretty much it's editing and then plot. Yeah, and weird artsy stuff. Ah, <laughs> I I don't know what Mark Forrester was thinking on this. I'd really like to just ask him, like, did you really think the artsy th- angle works for a James Bond movie? Uh-huh. Whatever. All right. Uh, what do you what do you give Quantum of Solace, good sir? I'm I'm gonna go with the the old the old D plus. Ouch. Yeah. I'm I'm fairly harsh on this. I and it's not. Again, the only thing that I really hate that I really think is just bad is is the action. Yeah. Everything else, I'm just like I don't really care about this. <laughs> You're not doing anything to keep me invested. There's some mildly interesting stuff, but it just. It feels so far away from the type the type of movie I would enjoy that I, I just I just don't like it. <laughs> See, I'm I'm going with the C, and I think when you're talking about like how disconnected you feel with like the yeah. characters, and I think it might just be because I'm such a big James Bond fan. Yep. Yeah. I don't really feel that disconnect because I'm like it's, it's Bond, it's him, he's doing yeah. things. That's fair. So that doesn't quite bother me as much, and I feel like his arc kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little scattered how they connect the Vesper stuff, but whatever. Um, yeah, I feel like it's just very average overall. Like, it's got... I mean, that's fair. It's got some good stuff. It's got some bad stuff. That's. I think I think as, as I've slowly developed this grading system, I feel like my, my, my general rule of thumb is an A is a movie that I think is spectacular, in, in the A range, a B is a movie that I think is very is like really good, but there's there's some things I would like them to fix, like that I wish they'd done a little differently. Yeah. And then the C range is movies that I, I I'm interested in and, and enjoy, but like I feel like there's a lot. I feel like there's a much better movie to be found in that script. And then D movies are kind of movies I just don't care about. <laughs> I've See by that F- by that definition, it fits in for me in the C range. Okay, that's fair. I. And a lot of the story stuff does hurt because this was hit with the writer's strike. Yeah. And apparently Daniel Craig and Mark Forster was, were coming up with plot beats kind of while they were making it. Yeah. Which is never a good sign. Yeah. So, you got to give the movie a little bit of leeway on that. Yeah. And we've... I, I, actually, I don't know that we have talked about it on this podcast before. We've discussed uh, off the podcast that, that we do kind of have different approaches where you generally will, will take a lot bigger approach to the outside of the movie... Yes, I, I generally the production of the movie matters very much into how I end up grading it. I'm usually just like, eh. <laughs> the movie is what the movie is. 
if it sucks, it sucks. Good for them for putting together something that, that actually works better than it might not have, but yeah, just not a fan. But yeah, I, I think it's just very average. Okay. That's it, fair. It, it's really up to taste, yeah. ultimately, I think. Yeah. Like, I've heard, you know, diehard James Bond fans that think this is, like, the worst one, so... Oh, well. I don't want that. Yeah, I, I, well, it's just because th- th- this is not what they want in a James Bond movie. They don't want James Bond to be Jason exactly. Bourne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but if you love the Bourne movies, this might be your favorite James Bond. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, do we have any final thoughts? So, I gave it C, you gave it D+. Mm-hmm. That's not too far off. <laughs> What's the biggest difference we've had so far? Let me check here. Uh, it's pretty much been on the spot within like a couple of grading levels. Uh, I feel like we. I feel like we usually will have different like. I guess it'd we, be the the Amazing Spider-Man too. I gave that a C and you gave that a D. Okay. Interesting. Still yeah, not that much of a difference, but I, I feel like with with I feel like with us we'll usually sound like we're talking about completely different movies in the podcast, and then at the end we're like, oh, we gave it like the same grade, but. Whatever. Once again, it, it's just how we grade things. Like, yeah. even though one of us may treat it much harsher than the other, we're, we're harsher on different aspects. Yeah. So it ends up evening out somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so next week, I shouldn't have to say this, but we're doing Skyfall. Woo! Thank that's you. That's an actual woo. That's that's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> for, for, I, I'm, I'm happy about that. That wasn't cynical slash sarcastic <laughs> slash I want to kill myself. <laughs> oh Lord. We need more good movies on here. We we really do. There, it's too much of a mixed bag so far. Yeah. We got Casino Royale. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for watching. If you are, are listening, if you were able to get through this. I don't know. This might be our shortest one so far. I, I think we've had one that's a little short. I can't remember which one, though. Okay. Well, anyways, thanks for watching, listening. God, I need to work on that. Uh, we'll <laughs> see you guys next time. Yep. Stay rogue. Oh, wait. And I almost forgot. We... we have a Twitter at HCT sequels. And you know what? I, I, I haven't really checked this at all, but I think I, I, I did check and I do have a Gmail set up for that Twitter. If you want to email me, email us too with, with, you know, your, your long in-depth thoughts about the movies we were talking about. Cause I know you all have them. Uh, it's, that's just, here comes the sequels at here. Here come the sequels at gmail.com. <laughs> we're so professional we really are we are the most professional how many people aren't even listening to this because they've already cut us off because they thought we were done. <laughs> they, thought we were done. they looked at the extra two minutes or whatever and they were like i don't care <laughs> just moved on all right everybody thanks for watching yes. listening no. ah <laughs> just cut it off just cut it off now stay rogue